Welcome to the Aparavi Podcast, dedicated to points of view, challenges, experiences, and best practices in managing enterprise debt. I am Daryl Richardson, the Chief Product Evangelist for Aparavi, the data intelligence and automation company. In today's podcast, we're going to take a look at Aparavi compliance and why compliance applications matter to the typical enterprise. First of all, we need to understand the challenges. So the challenges uh, for the typical enterprise are obviously the massive data sprawl. So 365 terabytes per average is, is what the typical enterprise is managing today. So what if we just don't do anything at all? So the risk of doing nothing. Um, a regulatory alert is being issued every seven minutes around the globe. So typical enterprise storage vendors or admins, uh, you know, there's a couple of things that, that prove to be problematic for them. Number one is they do not know what they have, right? So the, the, the data set's too large, there's too many files, and they, they truly have very little insights about the information that they're managing today. Um, the second of all is I don't know how much this data is costing me. And the main reason for that is because they don't truly know what they have. You know, if, if, uh, if, if they had tools in place that could identify what types of data is out there, they could probably put a pretty close proximity number on what, how much it's costing me. Um, but here's the big kicker. If you don't know what you have and you don't know the cost, then you certainly are not going to know the risk to the organization. And that is the scary thing. So typical enterprises um, will have upwards to 50% of their data that is considered dark. Uh, this dark data holds an immense amount of risk to the organization. Not to mention if there are compliance plans in place, they're most likely going to be outside of the scope of the compliance. So, I mean, if you just look at the age of data per se, um, the typical enterprise has, you know, is roughly 41% of the data is older than three years old, right? So what are the compliance plans? What's the record schedule that's in place? Organizations, you lose close to $2 million a year struggling with data management challenges. And this is all about managing the data. And managing the data is also about the intelligence factor. IT decision makers will waste an average of two hours a day looking for relevant or, or valuable data that someone is asking them to, to find. Um, so, you know, the, the, the risk factor is of, of, of itself uh, a, a huge issue, right? So, you know, if we look at, um, you know, the clean data being roughly 15%, this is the data that everybody seems to understand. It's regularly accessed. Data is, um, you know, people have just put it there or it's new, right? And then you've got the 33% of, of the enterprise data set that's considered rot or redundant, obsolete, or trivial data. This data typically has zero value to the organization. However, it's still being stored in storage arrays, most of the time on primary storage, costing three to five times more than what that type of data sh certainly would normally have, you know, would be required to, to be stored on. You know, so, so what can we do with the rot, right? So the rot, uh, you know, if you're not a heavily regulated industry, you could certainly reduce the amount of rot by just deleting it. Uh, if uh, you are not comfortable with deleting data, then maybe 
identify the da- the raw data using an intelligence tool and migrate or move that data based on the intelligence that you know to a cheaper, lower cost storage tier, apply the proper retention to it, and then delete the data when you can. Um, and then that dark data, that 50% of the data that's left in the organization, if you have intelligence tools in place, you're going to be able to identify what that data is, what the value of that information is, and then act on that data, you know, because now you know what that information is. So the, the typical enterprise is also struggling to maintain compliance. Um, there are way too many organizations in the world today that are out of compliance. And, and a lot of these companies, they may think they're in compliance with their typical record schedules or their own compliance rules. But that 50% of the data that nobody really knows or understands, a lot of that data is already pushing the company out of compliance. You know, so, so what are we, what are we going to do to solve the challenge or, or to solve this problem? Right. And, and most of the time it comes into a lack of proper compliance processes in place, right? So, you know, we don't have a list of regulations. We don't have a record schedule. We don't have users or groups that we we understand enough to put a retention on, or we're just very generic in the policy as a whole, right? You know, so, you know, and that, and that comes down or, or leads into the proper records retention schedule. Right now, the government or federal government has records retention schedules. Um, so, uh, and and a lot of the larger finance uh, companies, Fortune 100 companies, you know, a lot of these people are very good with compliance. And as a matter of fact, they have extensive compliance rules and record schedules in place. Um, and these would be like, for instance, how long am I going to retain bids, awards, or quotations, or uh, how long do I want to keep my my contracts for? Right. So. My contract ends, uh, you know, on on a certain date. Uh, you know, how long do I want to keep that contract in in my system for? You know, maybe uh, seven years, right? Or, or you know, seven years. Let's keep the file uh, in a low a lower tiered storage or a lower cost storage, and then automate the process of of expiration to that file when it's ready to go. So, you know, having having the proper compliance processes in place are are going to be extremely valuable to the organization to maintain compliance and not to mention the regulations, right? I mean, you've got GDPR, you've got CCPA, you've got, um, you know, different vertical-based regulations like finance with Sarbanes-Oxley and, and uh, FINRA and SEC rules and regulations. Um, healthcare has its own different group of ICD, uh, medical diagnostics codes and HIPAA and PHI, um, you know, privacy data, you know, I mean, if you look at GDPR as a whole, I mean, there's literally two different policies that you really have to have in, in play, right? So you've got a personal privacy policy, which detects your name and your ID numbers and your driver's license or phone numbers or emails. But then you've got that sensitive data as well, which is like political preference or sexual his- preferences or your um, your political voting record, right? So all of this is considered sensitive data and also goes along with the GDPR policies that you have to actually locate and and manage if somebody asks for it. You know, so, so how can... Operavi help solve the problem, right? So, you know, first and foremost is 
a single search element uh, in in the platform. So having all the data that's managed, the metadata, the content, everything in a single user search interface with power, powerful search filters, the ability to cull data down to get to the relevant information and have the ability to search on many different facets like classification or age or ownership, right? Now, these are going to be extremely important to, um, to kind of streamline that search and find processing. Um, also, you want to be able to find all the data in the enterprise. So not just your network attached storage or your storage area networks or your direct attached storage, but also on these endpoints like your laptops and desktops. You know, these are going to be uh, where a lot of risk is actually held in an organization. You know, you also want to be able to filter out the information, right? So let's get to the non-relevant information quickly so we can filter out all those results and we can get to the, the crux of the information that's important, right? Um, the, again, powerful search filters need to be able to kind of segment all the different types of data, um, have a complete and powerful reporting structure, you know, something that's easy to configure and can use a combination of metadata fields as well as contextual indexing content. Um, and then, of course, global classification is going to be the key to success, right? We have to have global classification policies that are complete in nature. A user or an, an individual should never have to define their own policies, right? I mean, I could say, everybody out there listening to this podcast, you know, I'll, I'm going to give you 10 minutes to write me a HIPAA policy, right? And make sure it's complete. I mean, how many of us could actually do that? I mean, I've been doing this for 14 years, and I don't think I could do this. Um, I, I could I, I could get a lot of it, but I'm never I'm never going to be complete, right? You know, so so complete policies have to be built by industry professionals in each of the different verticals that that you know play in these regulated spaces. You know, so the the classification becomes an extremely important part of managing the data and finding the data. And then of course, after we know everything about the data, we found all the information that we have, what can we do with it? I mean, let's let's make some actions, you know, and uh, allow the the platform to truly act on the intelligence that we just got from this information. So having actions like a, a copy function. So a copy function would would leave a copy of a file in place at the source, but make an exact compliance copy somewhere else in a targeted managed uh, storage location and apply a policy to it that says, I'm gonna keep this file for this long um, and then expire the data uh, at the end, right? Um, a, uh, a cut option, right? Uh, you know, cutting is like you would do this on, you know, right-clicking on a file on your desktop. So the cut option actually removes the file at the source, but puts a copy of the file into a destination, right? So, you know, so you're actually solving two problems here. You're you're getting rid of the data as it sits, the risk element sits in, in the source, but you're also making a compliance copy and applying a policy retention to the targeted source where you're where you're putting the file or the destination source, right? And then of course you've got that delete action, right? So data that is considered rot that has no value, it's not classification or regulated data, um, 
it's older than a certain amount of time, so you can just initiate a delete action and remove that file without even bringing it into the platform, right? Having smart policies in place, smart policies are, are a, a, a bunch of different different policy settings that you can actually, you know, move data intelligently um, and apply the proper retention set to it. And of course, at the end of the data lifecycle, you want to be able to defensively delete files. In other words, I'm going to run a deletion process, but I also want to make sure that I have an audit trail or some sort of some sort of log that says this file existed in my destination for a certain amount of time and I deleted it after that time based on our compliance schedule, right? You know, so all of these actions are things that the Operavi uh, data automation and intelligence platform will actually do for you. So um, in summary, so the platform is going to help with efficient compliance request handling, right? So all of your subject access requests, your public records requests, if you're in the federal government and you have to deal with FOIA, you know, we're going to help you to quickly get to that relevant data that's being asked for. Um, have Making sure you have global data export, you know, so once I once I find and locate all my data, I want to export this data quickly and then bring it into bring bring that data set that I just exported into a proper e-discovery tool for analysis and review. Also having global classification, you know, so global classification is going to be a key element in identifying data and, and the value of the data. So any of that stuff that's like GDPR or, um, you know, people are requesting that I, I want to be forgotten, right? You know, so the global classification should allow you to identify data by tagging this, uh, you know, this specific data set as, as, or this file as a GDPR type file. And of course, automation is going to be the key. Humans can no longer handle the massive amount of data that's sitting out there. So we've got to look at ways to automate the data lifecycle process and management. So that's what Operavi's platform will do for you. Um, we are the data intelligence and automation platform. Um, and hopefully you guys got something out of this uh, podcast because I, this is very important to us as a company to make sure that you, our customers, have the tools in place to manage your data more effectively. And with that, I say have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Operavi Podcast. For more information, see operavi.com or contact us directly via email at info at operavi.com. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter for the latest news tips and insights on data intelligence and automation. We'll be back soon with more episodes, so if you found today's topic useful, please subscribe, rate, and review, or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks, and see you soon.